nothing wrong with working as a waitress or as a waiter or, or, or anything like that but that used to be a job I had back in the day and my friends or you know those that know know this that I've always shared it I like to share my journey it's also very you know it's important for me to be able to share my journey actually especially because I'm a career coach because everybody see or hear about where I am today and they like oh okay you know maybe it's another luck maybe it's another magic maybe it's another one of them you know you know you know what I mean right but it's not it's not for real though I had no idea how strange this will be until I'm sat here now um, leaning towards my microphone and trying to record this introduction <laughs> for my podcast my name is Esther and this is not for my village people podcast It's the 10th episode of Not For My Village People. Can I get some claps? Can I get some praises? Can I get some ooh-ah? <laughs> I can't believe I got here. 10th episode. And thank God for podcasting. Thank God for this recording thing. Now I know I have some bad habits. Some of the things that I find out that I actually say a lot more than more than normal, like more than a regular person should. I like saying, yeah, right. I like saying, oh, yeah. I like saying, um, sisters, misters. Um, I like saying, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Anyways, we can always learn and unlearn. So hopefully I will continue to identify some of the silly habits that I have on this uh, on this podcast. But yeah, it's exciting. The 10th episode of Not For My Village People. And today, let's go down to real of real. Like, you know, what I'm going to be talking about today or what I'm planning to talk about today, I know some of you are already, you've, you've had some highlights here and there, especially those that have ever attended any of my webinars, any of my um, programs, events, teachings, coachings, and things like that. You've probably heard me share some of the stories. But I recently went on a trip to celebrate like three birthdays that I've missed in the past couple of years. And it was amazing. I can't wait to do a recording specifically about lessons learned on that particular trip or the heavenly downloads I had on that particular trip. But before I go further into today, let me quickly read this thing that sort of highlight some of the things I'm going to be talking about today. You may think you've got a long way to go, but you need to look back at how you've already come. You may not be everything you want to be, but at least you can thank God that you're not what you used to be. Oh, that's like Esther said that right there, honestly. That's like a, a me saying, because I am always, just like every every other person, right? I'm sure you're, you're, you're thinking, yeah, you, you do that too. Like every other person where you're like, I'm not where I want to be yet. I'm I'm far actually. The dreams are big. The future is brighter than bright, like I like to say. I'm not there yet, but all sisters, misters. <laughs> oh, sisters, misters, I have come a long way. I have I have come a long way. And in recent times, I have found myself doing some, ooh, like some moments, like just the other month, I think it was in September. Was it in September when I just had the baby? Um, my my second daughter, my my dad was around, 
um oh i think it was in december actually it was in december my, my little sister came around as well from the states she came to visit my dad happened to visit around that time as well and um because yeah they've not they've not seen each other in years now and we went we went to the ivy to have um i think a lit lunch and while we were being served something came to me like it's a, is it do you call it an epiphany or something you came to me and I realized you know oh my goodness I used to be that girl serving now nothing wrong with working as a waitress or as a waiter or, or or anything like that but that used to be a job I had back in the day and my friends or you know those that know know this that I've always shared it I like to share my journey it's also very you know it's important for me to be able to share my journey actually especially because I'm a career coach because everybody see or hear about where I am today and they like oh okay you know maybe it's another lock maybe it's another magic maybe it's another one of them you know you know you know what I mean right but it's not it's not and a friend was telling me recently a friend you know I celebrated I did some celebrations um in in the past couple of weeks now and a friend was telling me she said Esther you're that friend that I have that you know, if if people look at you from afar, they might be thinking, oh, yeah, you know, those lucky people. Yeah, very successful, whatever people. And I'm thinking, surely when she eat that word successful, and I'm thinking, girl, what's successful? No, I'm not there. Yet. I'm so far away from where I want to be. But then she said it and I let her finish what she was saying. And she said, you are not one of those people that stumbled into success. And I felt it. Ooh. Oh, I felt that. She said, you're not, if people are stumbling into success, you did not stumble into your success. You crawled, you tilled, you harvested, you planted, you, you went in under the rain, under the sun, and someone somewhere is listening to this now and thinking, you didn't go through nothing. I went through hell and back. Yes, your definition, but this is my story. And again, like I love to say, this is my platform. I'm going to tell my own story, not your story. So I'm telling my story today. And I th I felt that she said you did not stumble into success because I saw you work work for this, you work for this, but I'm thinking yes I worked for this but I am still working for this I'm still working for more I still want more for myself I am still far from it so when I read that they said you may think you've not you've got a long way to go but you need to look back at how far you've already come and that's what I'm doing today I'm doing a look back on how far you've come and maybe it might be an honor it might be unripe actually to do that because like I said I am I'm I'm not there yet but I don't want to get there before I do things like this because in another five years in another two year I want to be able to do this again and still look at how far I have come how far I have come I recently who I recently turned 35 jeez oh my god <laughs> and it's just been yeah you you get that minute where you're thinking about everything and every everything you've been through in life I was actually born as a premature baby I was a premature baby a six month old premature baby a premature baby which is was the second at the time was the second um in second bun of my parents they had they had my big sister first but 
they were so young that they had to leave my sister with their parents to take care of the parents so they could go to the city you know the big city i don't know if any one of you have that story where you know your parents came from another state and they had to move to the big city to work you know like in the uk yeah most people some people will leave wherever they leave they will go to london to work and, and things like that so they had to go to their own version of london back in the day to go and hustle to find to find green greener pastures and and after after five years actually there are five there is five years gap between myself and my big sister after five years they decided to have this baby but one thing or the other went wrong and yeah my mom went into labor at five months at six months old um at six months when i was just six, still six months the baby was still six months and just think about it back then that year 1980 whatever back then just imagine back then they, they could not afford it they had to leave a particular state to move to another state to go and also for more money right and now they're pregnant again not because they thought of it before they eventually they, they decided to go on that journey but they wanted another child and they, they did you know they had to go for it and now the baby is going to come before time and they could not afford to put me in an incubator it was in Africa. They couldn't afford to put me in an incubator that particular period. It was so bad that the doctors had to tell them, you know what, our advice to you, you're still young, you would have babies, more babies to come. Trust me, my dad ended up with 11 of us already. <laughs> my mom only has five of us, but my dad has got 11 um so I, maybe if they were if they if you were thinking if they knew their future at the time they probably would have listened to the medical um doctors and and decided not to keep me but they talked thought about it and they decided to keep me anyways they kept me despite the fact that it was they they confirmed the doctor said if you keep this child you probably she would she will not leave another month she will not leave another another week but they decided to still keep me i was sick a lot they went through a whole lot but then the breakthrough happened the breakthrough happened and my dad one way or the other found this you know should i say sudden wealth no i wouldn't say sudden wealth because i'm sure he worked hard as well to get to wherever whatever he was able to go and get into then and he started a business in chemical actually and things changed for them, which was where I got my name from. I, I've got this African name, um, this Nigerian name that most people would only give to a boy, a male child. Yeah, actually, that's the the name is for a male child. And, and I have a story about that as well, because I remember getting to Belgium and I went through all the some of the immigration issues I went through in Belgium. And my social worker at the time took me to the... Um, Nigerian embassy in Belgium and they said to them they, 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 at the embassy they, they told my social worker that I, we, they don't trust me because my name belongs to a boy and she's a girl so she's definitely carrying someone else's passport imagine just imagine but then I have to tell a story <laughs> about how I came by my name because it's a story. It's a famous story in my family. Um, a lot of people, they, they try and find time, <laughs> find a way or the other to remind me about that story. The name was just very befitting for the situation my parents were at the time. 
and they couldn't think about my dad especially i know my, the name came from my dad my dad specifically could not find a better name than that and the name means you know the lord as you know the lord has opened at as you know the lord has opened my way to wealth um you know i i am now blessed something in the lines of that oluwashino it's a nigerian yoruba name and i love the name so much trust me even though i don't really go by the name because i don't like people ruining the name for me when they pronounce it so i go by esther but when i talk about how far you've come how far have you come I stopped a story earlier about the restaurant we took my dad to, myself and my sisters and my girls. And <clears throat> when we're being served, I was looking at this lady that was serving us. And I said, I just said to them, I just blurted it out. I said, that used to be me. At a point in my life back in Belgium, when I had no, there was, what was career? I just wanted to put food on my table. I just wanted to have the opportunity to pay my bills. I just wanted to leave. I just wanted to know that there's something in the refrigerator for me to eat the next day or the same day, actually. So I got every type of jobs that I could do. The very first job I did in my life was waiting, uh, waiting on people in front of an amusement park um, toilet back in the day. You know, I think this was back in 20, 2000 and 2005 2006 I think 2006 2006 yeah my first pay at the time was six six euros and 25 cents six euros 25 cents yeah that was what my my hourly rate was and I remember my my mom calling me one of those days and she was like and I told her I was like mom I'm working she was like don't let your dad know you're working and I'm like that like okay I need a job I need to pay my bills and I need to just you know I need I need to be responsible I need to feel responsible doing something so I would wait on people it was an amusement park it's called Bobby Island and um those that come to the toilet they will drop like one one euros or one or 25 you know whatever coins they are they will drop it in there they go to the toilet and I will go into the toilet and clean up after them um so it's it's ready and clean for the next person to come to the toilet and use it I moved from that particular job and I learned a lot of lessons. And now it's not about the job. That's one thing I have, one thing I have taken with me everywhere I have worked. Now I've done a lot of jobs in my life, you know, up until now, I'm still very young and I know I'm still probably going to do a few more, you know, you can change your career at any point in time. I, I do feel very settled in the career path I am in now. I'm in compliance by the way, guys. And I do feel settled in it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, yeah, you never know. I might decide I want to change in another couple of years. When I left that particular job as a student job, it was a student job. We call it student work in, in, in Dutch. It was a student job. Um, I remember I had to, because I was still studying. Oh, I feel like I've always studied. I'm, I'm studying now again. I'm back to school. <laughs> but I was still studying then. So I had to go to school and from school, I needed an after, you know, an after, after school work so I could pay my bills. Cause I didn't go to school. Like every one of you guys did, like some of you did where you, you can, it's midterm break and you get to go home to meet your parents and you know, they re they fill the account up again for you. Um, and you have something to spend at school. You actually don't have to work. I had to work. 
So I went to school and I had to go to work. After school, I will go to work. At some point, I did cleaning because, you know, hourly availability as well. Some jobs will not take you because you're not flexible with time and because I had lectures to go to and all sorts like that. So I would do cleaning job. I would clean and everything. And one of my major experience from as far back then was uh, there was this ladies at uh, this elderly woman's house I used to clean back in the day from school. I would come with my backpack. Sometimes I'll do my assignments in the bus. I lived in a very small re remote village in Belgium. So everything I had to do was outside of the village. So I had to travel about 90 minutes, two hours, two and a half hours outside of where I live to go to work or to go to school. So when I was coming back home, when I come, whenever I'm coming back home, I'm always with my backpack and a lot of the things that I'm studying in preparation for the next day for school. And this lady, I started cleaning at her house. One thing she she taught she taught me how to clean really well. I remember I was always um, trying to manage a water for her, and um, you know the cleaning the cleaning water and and fluids. And she would say she would say to me, she would say Esther, that's not how you clean. When you, when you clean, you need to clean with a lot of water and put a liquid in, be generous with it because that's the only way you can get the germs out. And I was always saving it because I, you know, at home, I don't, I don't use water like that because I needed to save it. So my bills are not, you know, ridiculous, isn't it? She will sit me down and have me have breaks in between. I would have breaks in between my cleaning job, my two hours or an hour, 30 minutes job. She would have me have breaks and she would make me put it down on my timesheet as a working time. She said, it's good for you to, to talk as well. You're growing, you're a growing child and you need to learn from the adults. You remember when I say I respect adults, I respect their age, I respect their experience. And she would tell me stories from back then and how she she owned a house at the time. And she she's come from from nothing into something as well through dedication and kindness. Be good people. Honestly, don't worry about people not being good to you. It's it's can I use the business lucrative? Can I use it's 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 it's. It's it's good. It's it's good to be good. Yeah, there's this. I love to say it's good to be good. It's bad to be bad. Be good people. You will be rewarded for it. Don't mind those that are not good to you. Just be good person. She will bake a cake and make me a cup of tea and tell me stories that I learned from. There was a time working at McDonald's was my dream job. Working at McDonald's was my dream job, and I got the job. I eventually did. I eventually did. Got, I was there for five years, worked at several McDonald's. I left McDonald's at the point where I was promoted and asked to go and lead a team um, at the different McDonald's owned by um, the same owner that owned the ones where I had my five years experience. But then out of, um, you know, let's say my inexperience. And at the time I used to believe, I used to think you had to be a certain age before you could lead people. You had to, to be a certain way, a certain height, um, to, to lead people. If I knew what I know now, Oh, I would have led those things. I would have led them like, Oh my goodness. But I, I'm glad where I am right now. But then how far you've come, I've come a long way. And every job, every type of job. At some point, I worked at a restaurant, um, um, at a at a cafe, um, you know, where they sell sold champagnes. Um, I've I've worked at um, where where is have I worked? I've like I said before, the waiter. You know, when then when I used to wait on people at restaurants, all I used to think about was when will I be the one sitting on the other side of the table? When will I be the one being served? When will I be able, because a lot of the food I served back then when I was a waiter, waitress, I couldn't afford it. 
those tiny looking portions. I could not afford it. I couldn't afford it. So every time I served someone a meal, I would say a little prayer to myself. God, please. I don't want to die without being served as well. I want to be able to afford a restaurant meal at some point. Now I love bougie things. You like you see me and then you, for those that know me, actually know me, you know I love bougie lifestyle and stuff like that. I love to be, you know, less, you know, less, have nice things and think, yeah, there were things I craved for back in the day. I'm still not, there's still a lot I want. There is still a lot I want out of life and I'm sure you do as well. But every now and again, take time to look back where you're coming from. You're not where you were before. You're probably not where you want to be. But the fact that you can look back and see the before means today will someday be a before. And tomorrow will come and be your current situation. But another very important fact is that whatever you do today is the bedrock of tomorrow. So while you are teeling, planting, scraping, scratching, working hard, very important for you to know where you're coming from. So you can appreciate where you're going to and where you currently are because it's taking you something. You've had to do, make some sacrifices. You've had to make some decisions. I remember while I was looking at myself doing those waitress jobs and those odd jobs here and there, um, breaking my backs, working hours. There was a time I was working here in the UK, actually. I um, I, I worked um, at a sales um, company, insurance sales company. And because obviously it wasn't enough, the salary wasn't enough for what I wanted for myself, I would go after that and I would go and do some care jobs. Now, you know, with care jobs, support work and all of that, you can work night shifts. So sometimes I would do the night shifts. I would do the day shift at my sale, at the sales company. And um, after work, most normal people will go home. Okay. Most normal people would go home, but I would drive to my night shift at the care company. So I, I, I barely lived at home. I was paying the rent, but I was literally living in my car because then I would go to the night shift, make sure I had my change of clothes, my toothbrush um, in my bag um, to use. Make sure I add all of that in my bag. Um, and then I will get after my care job, I will then I will I, I will dress up the next day from from work to, to another job, from work to another job. From work to another job. Instead of identifying what what exactly was I looking for, maybe just to earn more so I could pay my bills. I was probably also then I was financially poor. You know, I I didn't I didn't not financially poor, but I wasn't financially smart. I was not financially smart. I had a lot to learn when it comes to how to manage my finances. But then I knew I wanted more, and I did more what I understood at the time. I, I did more of what I understood at the time in order to get me what exactly I wanted. So sometimes while we are going through those struggle days, hopefully you're trying, you're getting the knowledge you need to get you to where you're going to, where you want to actually be at. 
But for today, my today is I have come a long way from doing those two. I had an accident once. Uh, most people, you know, if you know me, you probably have heard the story before as well. I had an accident once because I did a 70 hour job in a week. It was it was this sales job and the 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 care job I was doing at the time, and I would drive back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And on this particular day, I'd finished my sales job in the morning, and I was driving to my to my night shift. And about I think about thirteen, eleven minutes or thirteen minutes away from um, where I was supposed to go and support um, a patient, I. I because when I get to when I get to work, I will do all the changing, you know, the support work. You you probably support your patients, your or your clients, um, where you change them, you prepare them for bed, and then you can relax and just chill for the night. And you probably you'll be a sleeping or you sometimes you have a sleeping night or a waking night. And most of the shifts I took at night was sleep were sleeping nights. So I would sleep just in case anything happened to that person, I would be there to attend to them. Um, and because I was obviously thinking about, I can't wait to get to that work. I was tired. I can't wait to, I couldn't wait, wait to get to that work, change my clients, get them ready for bed. And also kickstart my own sleeping journey as well. I, I was so tired that I was daydreaming about my sleeping time at work when I wasn't at work yet. So I slept off behind the wheel. Yes. I slept up behind the wheel and yeah, obviously, you know what, what will happen next. Yeah. My car was never a car again after that incident. And the only reason I survived that is just because God had, God has more for me in this world, because if not, if I died then I'll probably not be able to have coached <clears throat> the few numbers, hundreds of people that I've coached now so far, or been able to impact life the way I am, I'm able to impact life now. Um, so I knew I knew there was more to my survival that night. And I just had to find and identify it to start living in my actual purpose. I was chasing a lot of money the wrong way I should have. The wrong ways. I didn't get the, you know, I was, I've always been educated. I told you, I, first degree in nursing, second degree international management, and then master's degree in project management. I think at the time as well, while I was doing this 70 hour work, I was actually doing a postgraduate degree as well at Manchester Metropolitan University, leadership and management, where I had to do a lot of, a lot of coursework and all of that stuff. But I was mixing all of this together because that's the that was what I knew then. Oh gosh, I have come a long way. I have come a long way from where I was. From the the you know, the toilet keeper to the cleaning job to McDonald's. Oh, one there was a, one of my experiences at McDonald's. Someone a, a client spat at me. A fries was cold. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure she was dealing with our own demons at the time as well. Uh, but she was served one way or the other fr cold fries. I'm sure you've experienced it at one point or the other at McDonald's where you were served cold fries, co fries that wasn't as, you know, crunchy as you would like it to be. And she brought it to me. And I, I think she just wasn't a fan of, um, you know, of colored people as well. And just one thing I said, and she just, it was just, it just came flying. Poof and landed on my face. Yeah, she spat at me. Um, and threw the rest of the cold fries on me, obviously, um, which was it, it was an experience to 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 go through. Um, but then I look back today, still far from, like I said, and keep saying, 
from where I want to be, uh, but also very far from where I am coming from. And I'm grateful to God. Knowledge, learning, working hard. I don't want to continue to work as hard as I still work, but it's it's my default setting. It's a setting I've always been used to. Going to school and working at the same time. I remember when I was studying nursing, my first year, second year, and third year nursing, you, you would have to do placements. And placement is just like working. It's an eight-hour shift you get at the hospital. But I was working. You know, I had my day job eight hours as well. And I would have to go to the hospital to still work and, and do my shifts. So I would do the eight-hour shift and I would still go to work eight hours. So 16 hours in a day. Yeah, 16 hours. And what's left out of it? Because I still needed to transport myself back and forth that's another one i have you know taken buses number of buses and trains i have i have been a passenger on in my life is enough to last me a lifetime so now when i say i don't want to get on a train to london or i don't want to get on a train to anywhere on the bus to anywhere i know what i'm talking about i overdid it <laughs> i overdid it there was a time i went on a four hour shift i think then i was doing support work i went on a four hour shift um and it took me four hours to get there <laughs> thinking back now it took me four hours to get there obviously I did not know the value of time at the time because if I knew the value of time I would understand that the four hours shift it just didn't make sense but all I was thinking about is to get on the bus it would probably cost me four pound fifty or something go going and coming back and I was going for a 40 pound shift so 10 pound per hour so it made a lot of sense to me because what I was deducting then was the 40 pounds minus the four pound 50. And I would still end up with 35 pound 50. So that's a lot of money for someone like me. Back in the day, it was a lot, it was a whole lot, 35 quid. Oh my goodness. Just for four hours, it was a whole lot. So I would go to that shift and travel maybe two hours going and two hours coming back just for four hours. That was what I understood. That was what I knew. Not knowing there were people, you know, if you just had the right skills, you could apply for jobs that would that would pay you 35 times 10 in an hour. Just flipping my laptop open now and having a conversation with a client, I know what that is, depending on the on the on the on the coaching program that they're on. Or even when I go to my day job and I work as a compliance lead or, you know, I manage any projects within an organization, I know what I am able. But then I did not just say I always I where I am today, I dreamt of it, but I did not just dream about it because dreaming without an action is just a dream. I didn't just dream about it. I started to put in work. Find how do I get there? How do I get to this particular place how how do i need what do i need to do to get to where i want to go to now i'm somewhere now maybe i dreamt about a couple years ago but where i am right now trust me the dream is also farther away but while we're doing the dreaming while we're doing the open i hope you remember to consider how long away you've come i always say this is a reminder my podcast is for you to remind someone you're doing good. You're doing well. You're far from where you started from. 
Look at that lonely girl. I've talked. I've mentioned several times now. But I can't wait to actually start bringing people onto the podcast to share this story as well. Because I know mine is not the only kind of story out there. There is a lot of full stops and commas and breaks in my life story and journey. And I'm. I know I'm not alone. And I know some people out there have got it different, worse, or even better than I do. But I believe my story can teach someone to believe bigger in themselves. I am a proud girl based on the things I've been able to achieve so far and where I still want to. The, uh, even the ability to dream, the type of dreams I dream now, is a win for me, sisters, misters. That I can dream the type of dreams I dream. You should hear me talk with my cool, my cool my my friends, the, the the friends I call friends. When I, you know, they know Esther is always, you know, Esther goes from A to Z. Or with family. Or even with my husband. <laughs> that dude is, he doesn't see, he is like, do you know what? I, I don't I don't see what you see, but I I pray for you. We're gonna get there. But yeah. I'm the jet life kind of girl. I still want my private jet. I'm still gonna get it. I will get it. Someday, somehow, I will work to get in it. It's a goal. I want to be able to get into my own jet and not having to book a flight. <laughs> so I can get to anywhere I want to go to in the world. While you're dreaming, please remember you've come a long way. And it's only going to get better. Your experiences have taught you so much. My experiences have taught me so much. Don't forget to use the knowledge to start over and build the life that you've always dreamed of. Whatever you're dreaming about, wherever you're coming from, I am that girl that could not, I was so hungry one night, I couldn't afford to buy bread back in the day when bread would be chucked into, into you know, automats, like all this, you know, um, what's it the, what's the, what do they call this thing automat is a dutch word um it's you know those um uh, dispensers like like a, where you could just buy the bread not go to the store uh, we had a lot of that in in the little village where i lived back in belgium and he used then it was 75 i think 75 cents and i couldn't afford it but you know every now and again you forget some coins dropping on the sides of your chair on your couch somewhere under the refrigerator under the microwave in the house and everything you know what i did that i was hungry i didn't have food there was nothing in the house there was nothing in the house i had to get broom to start sweeping under under the couch checking on the my my in between the arms of my couch turning the couch over so coins could fall and i could count my 75 cents so i can go and buy my bread and those breads are always still as well, not healthy ones. But yeah, I needed to put something in my stomach and I did not have money to do that. That's Those are kind of the kind of places I've come from. Having to trek or go on my bicycle because I could not, I could not afford the bus fee. And I knew that 40 euros, 20 euros that I would get from that particular shift I could add it to my rent just so I don't get kicked out and be homeless. That's one thing that has never happened though um, on this, my journey. And I pray it would never happen to me that, and uh, do you know what? Kudos to a lot of the stories I've heard of people that have ended up having to live in the, I didn't even have a car to live in. 
So it probably never been have been an option for me to leave my car if I had become homeless. I never wanted to be homeless. So I always work really hard and do anything I can apart from stealing to put food on the table and make sure I pay my rent. You get the opportunity here in the UK to get student loans. It was never the case in the Belgium. You get like 3,000 euros to add to whatever, but that was not, the, the studies wasn't 3,000 euros. So I had to work and pay my school fees. I remember there was one of my certificates I couldn't even get out. I couldn't get, I couldn't collect because I had not finished paying my school fees. Sisters, misters, here is your reminder. You've come a long way. It's not easy to be where you are right now. You've come a long way. You've crossed many hurdles. And I am proud of you. I don't know you. But I know you're out there, sister. I know you're out there, mister. If you're listening to this right now and you're feeling a type of way, because maybe you've fallen into comparison. Remember, I recorded the, that podcast on comparison. And you're looking at other people. Or even you know me. And you've seen some of the amazing pictures I posted recently. That girl you're looking at has come from having nothing to eat, nothing to wear, nothing to drink. And afraid of being thrown out of her own house to where she is today. And I still have a long way to go. Learn to pay attention. When you pay attention to your now, it'll be easy to see a better future. When you pay attention to where you are coming from, it'll be easy to, to realize, ooh, ooh, ooh. Now I can buy brioche. I can go to the store and pick up brioche. You know, brioche is, those are, those are expensive breads. And like, you know, some people will say they're not breads. I'm not even there yet, you know. I'm not there where those, those fancy, those that know the fancy, the fancy stuff you call brioche. But to me, still bread. But the fact that I can go to the store and pick a bag of brioche that maybe costs £2.50, £4. Sometimes when I get into that moment of realizing what I'm able to afford to put in my mouth, ooh. It takes me a minute and I sit back and I like, you know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So here is something I want to say to you today. Don't wait for weekends. Don't wait for holidays. Don't wish away your days waiting for better ones ahead. Appreciate where you are. You have come a long way and you're still growing. But thankful for the lessons and present opportunities. Take those opportunities and lessons and make the most of things today. Thank you all so much for listening once again. It's your girl Esther and here is to 10 episodes. Guys, you have nothing to say now at this point because I am a podcaster. <laughs> I am a podcaster. Bye for now. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye now.